0: It's time for the Smart Money Questions podcast
1: with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions podcast.
0: Hey, everyone. What's going on? Podcast time again, Smart Money Questions. I am your host, as you know, Matt Hausman. And today, um, just recently, I've been getting some unique questions as it pertains to investing within a company-sponsored plan, like a 401k or a 403b, TSP, what have you, and if I have the ability to max out what I can contribute there, where else, what other type of accounts should I be looking at? on where to invest. And that's what I wanna jump in today, especially with the first question regarding the 401k contributions and how this person is getting paid. How can they you know, maximize the opportunity that the 401k, in this case, it is a 401k on what they're
1: offering. So before I do that, let's make sure we jump into the disclaimer. <laughs> Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, if you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmatt.com. That's www.speakwithmat.com, And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30-minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation? So again, very low-key. Go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmat.com, www.speakwithmat.com and schedule it there. So, All right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show.
0: Okay, so in the first case, the the client is uh, looking to, or has already changed positions. And in this change, there is much more upside potential for income than where they were before. But one of the differences is that their salary is gonna be a lot less than what they were making before The upside potential comes with greater commissions available to them should they perform, which obviously they are expecting to. But the question was, in the event that my salary is lower, what I used to be able to do was max out my 401k contributions in the salary, and I could still pay my bills, all of those things. But now, in the salary being lower, how can I adjust my contributions To still be consistent, which is very important, while also being able to max out where that's going to happen when the commissions get paid. So, one of the things I discussed with them is first of all, committing to a consistent contribution within the 401k, in my opinion, is the best opportunity for long term success from an investment standpoint, even in the event it is irregular. But, how can we look at taking advantage of what your 401k is offering, even with this irregular pay, or maybe consistent on the salary, and then boom, we get a big commission. How can we maximize that? So one of the things I talked to them about was, first of all, understanding how is your match, which by the way, they get one, how is your match calculated? Is it calculated only on your salary? Or is it also do they take into consideration your commissions? This is important to understand because I know with the 401k that we have here, we had different options on how to construct the match that was going to be paid to any participant, including, for instance, including Maggie and I, any other employees, what have you. We could designate out our bonuses part of that match, our commissions part of that match, or is it just the salary that is being paid that is only subject to a match. So first of all, understanding how that works, because we want to make sure we are maximizing the match that's free money on how to do that. In the event that we want to be consistent, what I discussed with them was, and understanding how the match is done, in their case, the match is going to be available on their commissions, which is great, right? But the other thing in being consistent, because now what we, if we can afford to do this, we wanna have as much going in on a consistent basis. And this is where we wanna factor in the match. If I'm gonna do my, let's say it's 3% is an automatic match that's coming in, but I have to match or I have to contribute 3% to that. We wanna make sure that we are doing that with regards to our salary. So that means that 6% is going in as a contribution every pay period. And hopefully, depending on where the salary is, that is doable from a budgetary standpoint. You know, we still got to pay the bills. The other thing was understanding how the match is calculated is, do I have to contribute only to the pre-tax side of a 401k, Or if there is the option of a Roth 401k, can I contribute my money into the Roth and the match goes in to the pre-tax? So for instance, using our 401k here, that's how it's done. We can contribute into the Roth, but the match still is going to go, has to go into the uh, the pre-tax side. The other thing would be is in adjusting your contributions to where we are maxing out what we can do because if we're only doing 3%, I mean even if you get a great commission check, it's going to have to be really big to max out for the year, especially you know depending on your age, if you're under 50 or over 50, you get that catch up. And this is where talking with your HR and finding out how how often can you adjust your contributions into the 401k and how much lead time do they need to be able to process it. You know, it's not like I can make a change on Thursday and I'm getting paid on Friday. Many times they're going to need at least a pay cycle to have that contribution change be effective on that paycheck that you're wanting. This goes where we have to understand how often are we getting paid our commissions. Is it on a monthly basis? Is it on a quarterly basis? Is it on a semi-annual basis? It's really important. So those are the things you want, or this is what I discussed with them on understanding exactly how you're getting paid, how how you can maximize the 401k. How is the match? You know, so for instance, it would be much different if the match was 50% up to 6%, which means you got to contribute 6% and then they're going to contribute 3%. That's going to be a different calculation on how you're doing it with regards to your salary. Because now, obviously, we need to have all 6% going in, hopefully on a consistent basis to make sure we are maxing the match that is available. So again, you know this is, is unique, but it's not uncommon out there in understanding. Many times when I talk to people, there isn't clear understanding on how their 401k is calculating their contributions, how the match is done. The other thing to be uh, looking at, when is it vested, Meaning, if I'm getting a match now, most of the time now vesting happens immediately. But there are still some times, especially if you are involved in a discretionary profit-sharing plan, and the way those usually work is that yeah, you're contributing all year round, and then, for instance, in a, a profitable contribution into your plan would happen maybe in March for the year preceding it. So, for instance, this year, if there's going to if you're involved in one of those plans which for instance, that's how ours is is structured, is that for 2022, that profit sharing distribution is not gonna go in until March of the following year. So again, understanding how your 401k or your 403b, all of the options, how to make sure you're maximizing it is key. And I hear this all the time, and it's this is not uncommon at all. And that is, well, many times when I speak to whoever I'm supposed to call on that 1-800 number, I get different answers. I would call multiple times until you get a consistent same answer. I wouldn't just rely on, you know, the water cooler at work. You guys have heard me talk about that before. Be calling somebody, or hopefully if you have HR in-house, meaning you can go in and talk to someone that is knowledgeable, they can help you understand how to maximize the 401k or 403b plan that you are involved in and then understanding how you're getting paid and how you can maximize that many times you know you you are going to have to be making some changes in that so if you have questions on that if you have a unique situation with regards to your 401k please reach out to us speakwithmatt.com more than happy To uh, talk to you about that. Now, in addition to talking to this person where they wanted to make sure they were matching or they were maximizing the 401k, the other question was well, hey, listen, I know that I can afford that, especially with the commissions or the commission opportunities are just going to raise my income. I want to be saving more. Where should I put it? Well, the first thing that I discussed with them if you qualify for this, and this goes to um, income, if your income isn't too great, depending on if you're single or married, look at opening a Roth IRA. Now, the other thing you could do is if you don't qualify for that, then you can do what's called a backdoor Roth IRA. And that's where money goes into the IRA and then you immediately convert it. When it goes into the IRA, you don't take a tax deduction for that contribution and then you flip it over to a Roth IRA within a couple of days. Make sure that you're talking to a professional with regards to that. You don't want to miss a step and then create a problem for you. So again, either, if you can, a traditional Roth IRA. And you know, I got this question yesterday from somebody. They didn't understand what a Roth IRA was. And the biggest thing that to understand again is that there's only three tax buckets. The underlying assets, that's a completely different uh, discussion. So we have a traditional retirement plan, pre-tax. Then we have a Roth Traditional plan or a Roth IRA, that's where I'm putting the money in after tax, gross tax deferred, comes out tax free, isn't subject to um, the 72 year rule, meaning minimum distributions. But within both of those accounts, I can own almost anything I want to with regards to the underlying investments. So again, it just has to do with the tax classification. So that's one of the things I talked to them about. The other thing was if you qualify, if you have a qualifying health care or health insurance plan, that allows you to contribute to an HSA, a health savings account. That's different than an FSA, flexible spending account, much different. You have to have a qualifying health care plan. Many times people at their work, when you get to choose through different group health plans, you could have that option there. And what this does, an HSA is the only true completely tax-free money that you can invest in. And what I mean by that is, if it is used correctly, when you put the money in to that plan, it is a top-of-the-line deduction. In addition, it is not still subject to payroll taxes, Social Security taxes, Medicare taxes. Unlike your 401k, when it goes in pre-tax, you're still paying payroll taxes on that. The only thing you're getting out of is federal and possibly state. And that's what you want to talk to your accountant about. If you use it correctly, it's going to grow tax-deferred. And then by using it correctly, what I mean by that is you are using it for qualifying medical expenses. And many years ago, they dramatically expanded what you can spend that money on and still have it declared tax-free back to you. Make sure that you're talking to your accountant about this. But I'll, I'll use that account, for instance, for myself and Maggie. We have a qualifying health plan. We've had it for numerous years. Now, we are paying our medical bills as they come about out of our pocket, and we are keeping all the receipts. Because the other thing about an HSA that currently you can do, oh, by the way, in addition to that, we are using an investment portal for our HSA. Yes, we have to keep a little bit in cash. That's required. All of the other money we are investing with the idea that when we need that, when we're going to cash that money in, with all of the medical bills that we've been paying over the last five or six years and moving forward, we can cash it all in in one year. And if they're qualifying, it's all tax-free money to us. In addition, when you go over 65, you can use that for qualifying medical expenses. You can use that for different premiums, for Medicare supplements, what have you, after 65. So again, the HSA plan, health savings account, if you have the ability you, to have that qualifying plan and do that, that's another great place to be able to put money. Like I said, we use, that at, we use an investment vehicle for that, for long-term investing with the idea of taking all those bills out tax-free at some future time, probably, I don't know, 12, 15 years from now. If you have questions about an HSA, please reach out to us. There's different portals, and you also have to make sure that you have a qualifying plan to set that up. Reach out to us, speakwithmatt.com. The other place I told them to look at is what about just a traditional brokerage investment account? It's an after-tax investment account. You can decide how you're going to invest it, whether you're, you know, you could put after-tax investment account, that could be a savings account. I'm talking about a traditional brokerage account investing in some type of a diversified portfolio where the money goes in, you've already paid tax on it, now you're only subject to the gain depending on how you invest it, And when you recognize those gains is whether you're going to be subject to short-term capital gains or long-term. This type of plan is, and the HSA plan, and the Roth IRA or Roth 401k are key in the event, are key types of accounts in the event you want to retire before Medicare eligibility and you don't have retiree Health benefits. I'm not going to go into all the specifics and logistics about understanding how the private insurance or the Obamacare market works, but the biggest thing that you can have is money that you can still disperse to yourself, whether you're forced into an early retirement or you want one, that doesn't end up on the tax return to lower, in some cases dramatically lower, the premiums that you're going to have to pay. Long story short, Obamacare is based on taxable income into the house that ends up on the tax return when they put that into place. Who's the gatekeeper of the premium tax credits you're gonna get? The IRS and your tax return. So having monies that you can still disperse to yourself that don't end up on the tax return can dramatically, if not eliminate, the cost for your premium. It's not gonna eliminate, you know, you're still gonna have deductibles and co-pays and that kind of stuff, but it can dramatically lower what the premium costs are going to be. That is key. Yesterday, I was talking with three people, three different clients. In all three cases, they are wanting to retire before Medicare eligibility. Two out of the three had... Retiree health benefits that completely changes the planning strategies moving forward for those two compared to the other one that doesn't have it and is looking at two to three years before Medicare eligibility, you got to really start moving things around to be able to afford that health insurance, which you definitely want to be proactively looking at in the event you are doing it. And that all comes into where am I placing my money? What's the purpose of it, and how is it going to affect the tax return, in this case, even uh, health insurance premiums, when it comes time to use it? So listen, everyone, that's all I've got for today. Again, I hope this has been valuable. If you have anything you would like for us to address on the show, please send it to us, info at smartmoneyquestions.com, or go to smartmoneyquestions.com right there, ask me a question. We'll be sure to address it on the show. In the event you would sp- like to speak to me personally about a particular situation or scenario or question that you have, go to speakwithmat.com. My online calendar is there. You can schedule more than happy to talk to you. All right, everyone. Listen, take care. We'll talk soon.